Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I'm the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and the co-founder of the Journal That Talks Back. You have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching podcast. And here's what happens on this podcast. We invite leaders from all over the world to come onto the podcast to get coached live and in person. And so today my guest is Tara Ross, and she is the HR director from a company called Stackpole International. Tara, did I get it right? You did. Thank you. Welcome. So tell us a little bit about you. Where are you located? What is Stackpole International? Just fill us in a little bit. So Stackpole International is a automotive manufacturing parts company. We are located in Southern Ontario. So I work at a facility in Stratford. And we have about 600 employees here. So a rather large facility. Um, And we are owned by Johnson Electric. So they are a company from Hong Kong. uh, And they specialize in motors uh, for all kinds of different applications. Okay. And how long have you been with Stackpole? I will have been with Stackpole six years at the end of March. Okay. And you're the HR director. What does that mean exactly? I am responsible for HR for six facilities worldwide, three in Ontario, one in Korea, one in China, and one in Germany. And I also... Sorry, say that again. Three in Ontario. Three in Ontario, one in China, one in South Korea, and one in Germany. Okay, that's a lot. It is a lot. Okay. Um, And so you're responsible for six facilities and I know there's an and. And in Canada, (laughs) I'm responsible. We have two business units. So in Canada, there's five facilities between the two business units. And I'm responsible for all the legal and Canadian specific related to the those five facilities. So over the past couple of years, COVID standards, and then comp and benefits, and things like that. Okay, so you got a lot on your plate. Yes. So are you generally speaking, do you have like, so much to do that you can't breathe? Or are you managing it properly, easily? A little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> I would say more recently, uh, so much going on that sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm spinning. Okay. So you have a lot on your plate. Okay. Yeah. All right. So talk to me about what's going on. What is your greatest challenge that you want to share today? <laughs> so I um, have only been in this role as an HR director for two years. It's my first position uh, in senior management. Uh, So I am learning how to operate, manage up and manage down. And uh, I find uh, that I sometimes struggle with effective communication with my my direct boss, that um, I get frustrated because I don't maybe understand what he's looking for or I think I've given him what he's looking for. And I'm tentative. And I don't know if it's a lack of self confidence or whatever to kind of frame my responses in a way that kind of says no, hey, this is what I think we should be doing. So I find myself probably more passive than I would be in other relationships within the workplace. Like I have no problem 
as the HR manager at my plant saying to supervisors or production managers, hey, this is the path we need to go. Here's what my solutions are. So I'm struggling with that transition. Okay, so uh, let's get a little bit more specific because right now you're giving me a very, very broad picture. And normally when I coach, people tend to give me a very, very broad picture. But in order for me to really understand that broad picture, I say, okay, give me an example. What is, what do you give me one or two times when something happened where you felt like you weren't communicating properly, or you felt frustrated, or you felt like you were delivering, but then your boss maybe wasn't so satisfied. Like, give me what you have going on in your head. Okay. Uh, I have two recent examples. So one really recent, just from this week. Um, So we're attempting to make a job offer overseas and it's all new for me. Um, And the person helping us had some questions. So um, I forwarded them on to my boss and said, Hey, could we have a quick meeting to go over the answers to these? And his response back was, well, don't you know most of them? And just go ahead, which, yes, I do know most of them, but I'm very concerned or cautious about getting his buy-in and getting his buy-in ahead of time before I make any major decisions. So it was kind of a defensive thing for me, but his response was, well, don't you know how to kind of, don't you know how to do that? So, okay. So question for you. Um, have you ever done something where he said, what the heck are you doing? What did you do? What were you thinking? No, because I generally run it by him first. Okay. So <laughs> what you have is, I think, a person who says, you're good. You don't need to check in with me all the time. I mean, based on that, right? Yeah. It, it would be different if you said, you know what, I do things and then I get slapped on the hand every time I do things. So I'm a little unsure. I want to run it by him just to make sure I'm getting his green light because I don't want to get slapped on the hand again. But that's not what you're telling me. What you're telling me is I'm just a little nervous. I'm unsure of myself. He's not unsure about you. He's like, Um, you know this stuff? Yeah. Yes, I don't think he's nervous about me, but... I think getting him to agree without having seen. You are cutting out. Something? So, yeah, sorry, like sorry. Say that again. Oh. Getting him to agree. You just, you just cut out. So just say that again. Okay. Sorry. So I was just saying, I think he agrees that I can do things, but getting his approval or opinion ahead of time does make it easier. He likes to be aware of, and it's his role of everything. So that's where my nervousness comes from. Like the reason why I haven't made a major decision is because I kind of want to check that box and be like, okay, Andrew, is this good? But hold on a second. I want to, I want to go back a little bit. Okay. So, um, he does he actually need to make sure he's he's giving you a green light on everything because it sure sounds to me like Never. you have more of a green light than you think what what what, yeah, what did I've, you just say under your breath i was gonna say we've never had that conversation how <laughs> <I've> fascinating never, <laughs> yeah i've never asked him 
kind of where where is my decision making authority or what do you want updated on? I just like right now, I'm just like, wow, we have never discussed that. Okay. So I want to just back up for a minute because I know that there's more to this conversation and there may be another example we want to talk about. But before we get into that other example, uh, for those of you who are listening, this is really interesting because this is not uncommon. What we see is Tara has a certain set of beliefs about what her boss wants, what he expects, what he needs. And more than anything, she has a certain idea of what she needs in order to be comfortable moving forward, without which she feels very nervous and and trepidatious. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. So what I'm doing is just asking the questions. That's all I'm doing. I'm saying, is it true that he needs you to check with him on everything? No. No. So that's something that you, you created you decided was so. And so what are you doing in that construct is you're playing small, right? You're looking, you're seeking for approval. You're seeking validation and you're keeping yourself in a small spot with respect to your career. You know, here's another way that that could have played out. You could have answered it, see to see, seed him and said, Hey, answered all the questions, please review and make sure you're good with it. And then he would have said, well, actually, there's this one thing that you answered that I might have answered a little differently. Yes. And in which case you're learning. But what you've just done there is you've positioned yourself as his colleague as opposed to his underling. Right? Yes, very much so. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Do you have another example that you want us to kind of just, because what we're really doing is, by the way, when when we're coaching is we're looking at how you think. And how your thinking is impacting what you do and how you experience everything. Right. So what you experienced was he's going like, don't you know what you're doing? But you're creating that. Yes. Uh, And so I do have one other example. Um, So through COVID, we tried to standardize all of our protocols across our five plants just for consistency, for reporting to provide that safety for our employees. Um, And we developed these protocols, published them, and um, not all facilities followed them to the same same degree. And although I kind of championed it, I am HR and on an operational side, it really needs to be enforced by operations. We're not out on the floor. Um, and things like that. And it wasn't consistently applied across the plant. So I had a bit of frustration there as we had put in so much time and effort. And for the first time, we really were pretty consistent across five plants. We kind of run separately. Mm-hmm. So to to do that from an HR side, it was, and health and safety, it was like an achievement, but then we didn't necessarily have that support up from above to say like you shall do this so so how um, so so you're saying some of the plants aren't following the protocols yeah not all of it or to the same degree as we had written out okay and who were you looking for who were you looking to for that support it was that your boss again yes because he oversees those same like 
those same plants. Okay. Say, so, yes. so tell me how that conversation went. Did you have a conversation that said, Hey, you know, this one plant isn't following protocol? No, because that plant is no. <laughs> we had conversations about let's make sure it's consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I didn't. Yeah, no. So, I was so, going to say, to be honest with you, I'm tentative about upsetting him or challenging him. And again, it's not because he wouldn't listen. We have, my boss and I, we have great conversations. When I'm sitting here talking with you, I fully see that it's probably 80% on my side. Okay. So um, help me understand something. <laughs> you're you're tentative about upsetting him, but what's going to upset him? A question about protocol? Have you seen him upset? Have you upset him in the past? Uh, I have not. I don't recall having upset him. I have seen him upset and not just like a boss, right? Like there's, um, but just getting him to 100% say that commitment to say, hey, yes, this is how it'll be. Having that conversation with him. That's what I needed from him was a commitment that, this is how it's going to be. Um, and yes. I, yeah, I didn't know there how to approach so that. Many, there are so many layers to this conversation, right? Yeah. Layer one is there are a whole bunch of beliefs that you have in your brain about him and how he's going to react and how he's going to yes. respond and what's going to upset him and how you don't want to ruffle his feathers and all of this stuff that you're absolutely inventing. Right. And we all do that. We all invent things based on our beliefs. So that's layer one. Layer two is um, you are not having the conversations that might be useful for you. That would help bring clarity Mm -hmm. about what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, what would upset him, what wouldn't upset him. Like you're functioning in a, in a, in a dark hole where you don't know where the light is because you're not having those important conversations. But the third point is you are looking to him to give you a sense of what's right and wrong. And you're not looking internally for that at all, right? But you have a good sense of what's right and wrong and you're not on any level trusting yourself. But I'm gonna throw one more thing in. I think you're not remembering that you are on his team. And why is that important is because if you make a recommendation, it's for the best interests of you and him and your team. And you're not trusting that your point of view on best practices has any value. Yes. Yeah. I, yes, I I can see you thinking. <laughs> well, I'm thinking see. I am the HR expert. And sometimes I forget that that part of why I'm in the role I'm in is because in those areas, I am the subject matter expert. So yes. it's approaching it from that, not again from an underling, but from a. So, yes. <laughs> I hope that, I mean, I'm kind of pushing back a little bit on you. I can see <laughs> your <okay>. reaction. <laughs> I can see your reaction going, oh my God, right? Like I could just see it. Yeah. Me. 
Um, and so I'm hoping that you're taking something away from this conversation. I'm hoping that I'm giving Absolutely. you some, some food for thought. Uh, for those of you who are listening, I think the, there's a very, very important lesson here. And it, I mean, Tara's an amazing guest for me because she's demonstrating it so, so clearly. We all have a set of beliefs that we walk around with that we're unaware of. And those beliefs will, will influence how we behave, how we show up, what we do and what we don't do. And if we're unaware of those beliefs and we don't have any control, we don't have any power to make a change. And so when we coach people, our job is to unearth those beliefs. And we do that by asking questions, by getting the details, by understanding the storyline, by seeing what Tara does and what Tara doesn't do, and understanding some of the patterns of her behavior. And in this case, Tara has kind of demonstrated that she's probably extremely competent in her role, but she has fear about upsetting people, about and not getting the approval she's looking for about making a wrong step, et cetera. And those are things that really need to be addressed because those fears are preventing her from having conversations that clear things up and make her life and her job and probably the life and the job of her boss a lot easier. And so that's the lesson for, for the day. Tara, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You were awesome. Um, for those of you who are listening, if you have a challenge that you want to share on the podcast, please reach out to me. My email is Kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. If you have a challenge that you want to talk about, but maybe not so much on the podcast, please reach out to me as well. Again, my email address is Kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. I am desperately looking for some feedback on the podcast. I'm looking for some input, some insight, some, some thoughts, some opinions. So I want to hear from you. I would love for you to like and share as well. But I hope that this podcast triggers you to pick up your email and send me a note. Love to hear from you. In the meantime, have a great week. We will see you next week. 